You are listening to Supernatural Confessions, where it is a safe place for you to confess all your experiences, be it supernatural, myths, urban legends, superstitions, or even unknowns. And as a team, we'll compile and feature your confessions on our platform. Share with us your story through our Facebook page or website. You just need to search supernaturalconfessions.com. I'm Kim, your host for this podcast series, and now let's get on to the confessions. Happy Wednesday, fellow listeners. It has been another week. I know last week we had our break due to Hari Raya, and this week I'm back telling you more of supernatural stories. Okay, what we're going to do differently from this week is instead of reading you stories that People send in to us because recently I had a family gathering. So I had my cousins and my relatives telling me these kind of stories since they found out what I've been producing so far. So here goes the stories that I've collected during this family gathering. And at the end of this podcast, do tell us what do you think about the, these stories. The first story comes from my cousin. Let's just call her A here in the story. A has a sister. The sister, let's name her J here. Okay. So, before pandemic, A and J went to visit J's fiance's family, which is about four hours drive away from where they live. So when A and J went to visit the fiancé's relative, there is nothing unusual that happened according to A because A is the one who told me this story. When they reached the family's or the relative's place, A said she saw the fiancé's auntie, the son which is already maybe in uh, end of high school, which is roughly... 15, 16 years old and the daughter she did not give me the daughter's age so uh, that was the first few that they saw then they went to the auntie's house so when she reached the auntie's house she saw there's an uncle sitting in the living room nothing unusual the uncle looks like any other uncle that we know of he was sitting in the living room said hi my cousin said hi back then they proceeded what they are supposed to do as planned so what happened is they go and do what they initially planned for right then i do not know whether it is the day after or the same day they leave the auntie's house right so when they leave the auntie's house my cousin which is a said the uncle that she initially saw when she arrived at their house kind of like tell her to reverse her car carefully and whatnot. You know, like like how any other host would do when you are going out of their house. You know, ask her to reverse slowly, drive safe, you know. Even the, the uncle even directed the car and, you know, helped them get out of the house. So nothing unusual, right? Because it's quite common for people to do that. Okay, then pandemic comes. When the pandemic is here, obviously we couldn't go anyway and they didn't visit the relative within that period. So that is about 
about two years, right? Okay, so fast forward two years later, which is recently, they went back to the place to visit the auntie again. So the same thing, they drove to the place and meet the family. So upon arriving that uh, city, before going to the place, my cousin A said the auntie, the son and the daughter came to kind of like greeted them to welcome them coming to the city, right? So my cousin said it was, it did cross her mind, but she did not thought much about it. As in, she saw the auntie, the son and the daughter, but the uncle was not there, right? So she thought, oh, maybe the uncle was maybe busy, you know, have to work or something like that. So she did not ask. Then after that, uh, but this time around, they only met in the city. They did not go to the house. They did not go to the auntie's house like the first round of the trip. So okay, proceeded with the plans, went out for makan-makan to have some food and whatnot. So then after that, they, they left the, the, the auntie. I said, they, they go somewhere else. But it kind of like still bother the my cousin's mind as in, how come we don't get to see the auntie, right? But she didn't ask. She didn't ask the, the sister, which is Jay. She didn't ask the, the fiancé and, and all. So what happened after that is when this, they went somewhere else without the auntie, that is when my cousin A asked the sister, Hey, what happened to the uncle? Huh? What, what happened to the, the uncle that we saw the first time we were here? This is where the creepy stuff happened. The sister said, which uncle are you talking about? Because obviously the sister don't know what my cousin A is talking about, right? So the sister asked, um, what uncle What uncle are you talking about? Then my cousin A said, I remember the first time when we go to their house, there is this uncle that we saw. When she said this to the sister, the fiancé is also there. Jay is obviously also my cousin, right? Jay and the fiancé looked at each other, confused. And this is when they asked further, which uncle, What? how does the uncle look like to, to my cousin A? So my, my cousin A described the uncle. He said, this is just like any typical uncle, you know, he looks like this, this, this. But one very distinguished look that, that she mentioned was, this uncle has a lot of hair. And she say it felt like it was this auntie's husband. This is when the fiancé say, um, actually no, the husband passed away when the son is only three months old. Okay, let's recall back. The son, when my cousin met him, was already 16, 15, 16 years old. It's already a teenager or a young adult, right? But the fiancé say. The uncle passed away when the son is only three months old. So there is no way that it's not possible that you could actually see the uncle, which is the husband of the auntie, around at any point of time. My cousin, according to her, she said she has goosebumps when, when, when he told her this. So, but okay, there is still possibility that the uncle is actually just another relative or people who actually just dropped by the house and and whatnot, right? But according to the fiancé, he said he remember when they first visited their place, there was not uncle around. The sister Jay and the fiancé, 
did not see anybody at home apart from the auntie, the son and the daughter. There was never an uncle. But okay, there's another part whereby the uncle directed my cousin to go out, go out from the, the, their house, right? So, my cousin mentioned that part, saying that, yes, 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 there is this uncle at the place and whatnot, and he even directed me out of the parking lot in the house. This is when also the fiancé said, no, there was never an uncle who helped us or anything. When I saw you waving at the, the people, I thought you were just saying goodbye to the family. So, who is that uncle that my cousin saw? But, it's just that the uncle that my cousin saw has a lot of hair, right? But the fiancé said the uncle that he knew has no hair, as in he's bald before he passed. So, yeah. That is Stephen's story. The question I will leave it to you whereby is who is the uncle that my cousin saw? That is one. Two. Does actually people lived on in afterlife and there, there could be changes in our afterlife body? Like, you know, when we moved on to afterlife, we will actually, you know, grow hairs, we could actually change our attire and, and whatnot. So, what do you think? Okay, that is the first story. Now, moving on to the second story. You are listening to Supernatural Confessions Podcast. If you have your own confession, do share it with us through our website, supernaturalconfessions.com. Remember, you are not alone. I actually told this story uh, during one of our live show. This also happened to one of my cousins. And um, let's give this cousin's uh, name F here, okay? So F used to be an A steward. So because of pandemic and whatnot, he changed his career. So he's no more longer an A steward now, an A steward now, but he used to be one, okay? So for those who do not know, Whenever you work in an airline, whenever you fly to somewhere else, and if you have a longer waiting period, or I think what they call it's, I don't remember what is it called, but the, the waiting period, like for example, if you, if you fly to, let's say, if you fly to London, and you have to wait for like 12 hours before you get your flight back to um, the, 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 the initial place that you came from, like for, for our case, Malaysia. So before you come back to Malaysia, you have like layover. I think it's layover. That is the term. 12 hours, right? So you'll be given like a hotel room to actually um, stay for the night to rest before you, you know, get your next flight back home or before your next shift. But the hotel that they will give you is always the panel hotel that the airline had uh, agreement on or they have already um, arranged and whatnot. So according to my cousin, this is this happened in one of the places which I don't remember and I don't think it would be nice to, to mention also. I don't remember the hotel, I don't remember the place, but this happened in one of the panel hotels that the airline had arranged for the people. So usually in the hotel room, male as a steward, they would sleep in a room or they would share a room, right? 
And air stewardess, the female, would uh, share a room. So obviously, for obvious reason, they would not share a room together. So this happened when two of the A steward shared a room and my cousin shared another room with an A steward. The A stewardess, sorry, the A stewardess, the female shared one room, then the male shared a room. He only knew about this story the next morning, obviously. So what happened to the colleague or the A stewardess where we would give a name A and B, just A and B here. It, it will be simple, right? So A and B. So in the room, A and B was allocated two single beds. So A sleep one side, B sleep on the other side. So let's say here in the room, A sleep on the left, B sleep on the right. So nothing unusual when they go to sleep, you know, they, there's nothing like what we usually know in the story. There is no knocking on the sound. There is no weird things that happen with the switch of lights and whatnot. So nothing like that happened. So after cleaning up, after preparing to go to sleep, they went to sleep. Okay. Again, A is on the left-hand side. B is on the... Oh, sorry. Yeah, correct. A is on the left-hand side and B is on the right-hand side. So they went to sleep. And uh, when it's almost... Uh, dawn or it's when it's you know one of the how we always say it the darkest hour which is three four in the morning B which is on the right hand side woke up because she felt there is something else in the room right but she did not like set up or anything she just opened her eyes and peeped at the colleague which is sleeping next to her right but on an, another bed so there is like a gap in between where the bedside table is. So when she opened her eyes and when she looked at the colleague on the left-hand side, this is what she saw. She said she saw a lady, long hair, squatting on top of the colleague, which is on the left-hand side. Sitting on top or squatting on top of the colleague's chest and felt like she is just staring at the friend obviously she 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 this creeps her out right this would creep anybody out even me telling now the story to think about it it creeps me out as well so she was looking at the colleague with the lady on top of her but she did not do anything she thought maybe it's just a dream or whatnot but she just kept staring at the lady that is squatting on top of this colleague of hers then, this entity somehow realized that B is looking at her. So, what happened is, this entity turned to look at B, which is sleeping on the right-hand side bed, and, wow, I, I do not know what's the word for it, but prolong, as in sh the entity stretched her arm, long enough to actually choke B on the other side of the bed. But B say, if this is a dream, I would have wake I would have waken up or I, I would have, you know, got up because it's a dream, right? Because I, I it shocked me. But B say, I actually felt something actually really choked me. I couldn't breathe. So so again we call the B B, it's looking at A with, a, with an entity 
squatting on top of her and now the entity is choking B on the other side of the bed. B say she couldn't breathe and you know she is trying hard to now fight off the feeling. So she just she tried her best to whatever thing that she could do, say prayers, you know, try her best to breathe and whatnot. That is when she say it felt like forever, but the moment she said she saw a ray, just a glimpse of a ray sunlight came in, this whole thing disappeared. This whole thing stopped. She could breathe again. And when she got up, the friend, which is A on the other side of the bed, sat up as well. And when she sat up, it felt like she is she just came out of a of a nightmare. Of a nightmare. Obviously, when they set up together, they, they would look at each other, right? Um, B have yet to tell A what happened, alright? So, A has obviously wouldn't have any kind of, uh, uh, what do you say? Um, A wouldn't know exactly what B experienced, right? But before B could say anything, A actually said this. A said, I had the scariest dream whereby I dreamt of a woman squatting on top of me, which caused me to not be able to move. But the next thing is, I dreamt that women that is squatting on top of me stretch her arm and choke you. So you see, A wouldn't... It is impossible for A to be able to tell what is happening to B that B saw like a moment earlier on, right? But A actually described exactly what happened as how B saw it. Whereby the women squatting on top of A and stretch her arm long enough to choke on B. They say, thank God, it was only uh, a night staying at the hotel. They get out of the hotel the next day, go back to work, and this is when they told the story to the... Uh, Colleagues. Fellow listeners of Supernatural Confessions, if you like our podcast content and wish to support us, do buy us coffee at www.buymeacoffee.com/slash Friday Life. We appreciate every single cup of it. Okay, so now on to the next story. The next story comes from also my cousin and uh, this one she say it happened in one of the ex-boyfriend's house. Um, I don't mean to say that she has a lot of ex-boyfriend but this happened in you know one of the ex-boyfriend's house. So I'll give you a context of the house first. Um, she said the house uh, it's a kampong house which is a village house uh, so half wood half concrete. So the house is not actually uh, not a very big house, but it's with a big land, but it's a small house that's that is set in between. So the house has three rooms. Two of the room is where the parents and the siblings will sleep. The other room used to be occupied by the late grandfather, but because after that, after the late grandfather passed away, the that room had turned into an, a storeroom. So there's the 
a bathroom and the toilet separated at the end, which is just next to the kitchen. So it's straightforward, right? Living room next to it is two rooms where the parents and the siblings sleep. And uh, opposite these two rooms, there's this storeroom and the kitchen at the back. So pretty much that's the context of the house. So when my cousin said she went over to have a sleepover, but you know, because with parents around and whatnot, so they did not sleep like privately in the room. So what happened is, is in the, in this house, they have a sleepover. So the parents is sleeping in one room. My cousin, the boyfriend and a brother slept in one room. So because, you know, just to not make it weird, the ex-boyfriend slept on the floor. She slept in the bed. So this bed, this room has a double, what do you call that? Uh, bunk beds, bunk beds. So she slept underneath and the brother slept on top. The brother at that time, it's still young, I think about in, in, in high school. So the parents live in one room. So pretty much that's all in the house, right? Grandparents used to stay with them, but since both of them already passed, so this is pretty much all of them in the room. So when she's having a sleepover, again, there's nothing weird that happened before whatnot. It's just when she woke up in the middle of the night, she needed to go to the toilet. Because the toilet is just at the back, although it's just at the back, because she felt, you know, it's a village house, it's a kampong house, so surrounding is rather quiet and creepy. She got up and actually um, waken up the boyfriend. Just, you know, tap on, on him and say, hey, can you accompany me to the toilet? The boyfriend actually said, hmm. But she said she don't know whether he got up or not. But she really needed to go, so she just walked out of the room. And in her head, she thought the boyfriend is following, the ex, sorry, the ex-boyfriend is following her from the back. So she just go to the toilet. Lah. So she went to the toilet, did her business, and then she came out. So the moment she stepped off the toilet, that is the kitchen, right? So the kitchen where also the dining table is. She said she saw uh, what she thought is the ex-boyfriend. Because this figure, it's rather uh, a big build, like the boyfriend, tall figure. But this figure, it's sitting there facing the window, which is the back facing my cousin. She was, sorry, that figure, he was sitting there as if he is just there to, to drink. Because, my cousin said, he, she saw this figure has a metal mark on the side of this figure, okay? So, she thought it was the ex-boyfriend. So, she just didn't say anything. She didn't like, you know, hey, come, let's go back to sleep and whatnot. She, she did not. She just ignored him and thought, you know, maybe he, he needed to get some drink and just let it be. So she walked back to the room. The moment she opened up the bedroom door, she saw the ex-boyfriend still sleeping in the same position on the floor. Meaning to say that the ex-boyfriend did not get up at all. She couldn't figure out how, why. Obviously, she has no explanation. <laughs> but she's, she's scared, right? So she walked up the boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend, and, and asked him, did you follow me to the toilet just now? The ex-boyfriend is like, huh? 
did you even ask me to wake up? Obviously, the ex-boyfriend, you know, it's in deep sleep before she could, you know, get him up, right? So, obviously, the ex-boyfriend has no... uh, Did not get up, did not accompany her to the toilet. Then she said, Can you just not sleep? Wait until I'm asleep, then you go back to sleep, okay? So, she went to sleep. But (laughs) she said she did... She do not know whether she fall asleep first or the ex-boyfriend fall asleep first, but she fell asleep until the next day. So until the next day, they talk about this in breakfast. She told the family, she told the ex-boyfriend about what happened last night. Um, to the surprise was the ex-boyfriend mother actually said that it is kind of weird. It's because the only person that she knew in this house that would sit there and have a metal mug on his side drinking it's a late grandfather so yeah that it's my stories for this week okay today's story it's told to you in quite a different way i really need your feedback to know whether you like this style or this type of telling you stories or not you know how to reach to us. Um, if you want to get our number, our Facebook, or our email, just go to our website. It's www.supernaturalconfessions.com Exactly like the podcast name. Okay, thank you very much. We have come to the end of this episode of Supernatural Confessions. If you have enjoyed this episode, please rate us with a 5-star review on whichever platform you are streaming this podcast on. Go on and tell your friends and family about us. You can find more of our content on YouTube, Facebook and our website. Search for keyword Supernatural Confessions. If you or someone you know have a confession to make, visit SupernaturalConfessions.com You can send it in text, voice memo, or even video format. Let us know if you want your identity to be kept secret. Supernatural Confessions is created by Eugene Tay. Until the next episode, my name is Kim, your host for this podcast series, signing off with Whatever Whatever You Don't don't See see Doesn't doesn't Mean It Is Not there. There.